The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Let's jazz it up. Let's all get together now. Welcome to the Laura Theodore podcast. You may know me from my popular television show, Jazzy Vegetarian, where I feature easy and delicious vegan recipes, along with tips for living a kinder, plant-based life. Now I invite you to join me here each week, where I'll welcome amazing guests to share upbeat and informative conversations featuring motivational lifestyle advice and nutritional guidance, plus lots of jazzy-licious recipe ideas. It's all served up with sensational music on the side. Music. So let's get talking. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Laura Theodore podcast. I am your host, Laura Theodore, and I hope you are well. I hope you are happy. And I am so happy that you have joined me on this fantastic podcast today because I've got an incredible guest, Janine Thompson, and she is the author of 911 From Your Soul. And she's going to help us to learn how to have a stress free holiday season. Wow. We all need that, don't we? Uh-huh, I think we do. And uh, later on in the show, I'm going to share some fantastic holiday music from Joe Beck and Allie Ryerson. But right now, I want to get right into the interview. It is my great honor to welcome Janine Thompson, who is a speaker, transformational coach, former clinical psychotherapist in Fortune 50 executive. And she is author of a great new book, 911 From Your Soul. And I would like to welcome her to the program right now. How are you today, Janine? I am great, Laura. Thanks so much for having me on your show. Well, I am so honored that you are here because you are just an incredible person with incredible accomplishments and an incredible book 911 from your soul and i just want to get right to it what exactly is a 911 from your soul a 911 for your soul is actually one of the greatest invitations you'll ever receive but it is confusing because it masquerades as yearning or challenge or crisis in your life um, when in fact it's asking you to live into a higher possibility for who you came here to be. For some people, they might feel lost, unsure about the trajectory of their life. For other people, they wake up in the morning and the things that used to bring them juice fall flat. Mm-hmm. Some people have this sense, this elusive sense that something is missing, and they just can't crack the code on what that is, you know? Others run from opportunity to opportunity, and they're just looking, praying, hoping for a trace of that old spark to come back. And in many cases... Um, people with a 911 are being asked to radically change some aspect of their life, some part of their familiar identity, maybe their career, a relationship, their health has been shaken or stripped away, and none of their familiar go-to strategies work for them anymore. Yeah, and and you know that is. The main reason, everything you just said, is the main reason that I was so 
looking forward to and excited about you being on our program today because obviously now, Janine, more than ever over the past two years, people are asking themselves exactly those questions way, way more than they ever were before. And, Absolutely. Yeah, and, 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 you, and you spoke just a minute ago about, you know, maybe a change in career or something that's going on there. And I think that uh, something that really spoke to me was on page 45, you talked about being a high achiever, which many people are. And then we learn that success is not enough. Would you please talk about that a little bit? Sure. So, you know, it is true that high achievers are, they're driven to be successful, but success is often measured by the organization for their role or their expectations in that role. And if people are in business for themselves, they have their own success metrics, maybe revenue, followers, conversions, whatever it might be. And they're driven to over-deliver. They're determined. They're resilient. They're quick studies, and they're smart. But often along the way, high achievers unintentionally negate really important aspects of their whole life in pursuit of this success model we've been spoon-fed from birth. Get the education, the car, you know, um, the accoutrements of success, and it's all external. And along the way, you start to get clues, (laughs) clues that that definition of success isn't enough. Some of those very same things that I mentioned, their struggle, not the same juice. You frequently want to be somewhere else when you're in the midst of doing whatever you're doing. So I think one of the first things that's that's really important for your listeners is to pause today or over the course of the next couple of days and redefine what does success mean for me? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What does it mean for me now? And include whole aspects of your life, not just your career, your relationships. For you personally, what does success mean? For the others in your life, maybe even at the world level. Um, Because I learned, Laura, from my hospice clients, they too followed the success model and paradigm that the external world had defined for them. And then their uh, transition in earth school was soon approaching. And what really became clear to them is what mattered most was the imprint they were leaving. Did they touch people's life? Did they show up in the world, you know, with the and kindness, compassion as the kind of being they wanted to be remembered for? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Each day we live our legacy. We don't leave a legacy somehow magically at the end. Today you're leaving a legacy. And I would ask your readers, what do you want that to be? Uh-huh. I love that way of looking at it. I never looked at it quite that way. Of course, I do strongly believe in kindness and compassion. I mean, that's what our whole thing is about over here at uh you know, jazzy vegetarian, and that is how I try to live my life. Of course, many of us try to live our lives that way, but it, it's hard, man. It's hard, especially with what's going on now. You know, it, it, it's so difficult. And how do we just 
how do we get past that? How do we get to that? What do we do in order to convince ourselves that every day we are basically living our legacy, that kindness and compassion are really the things that we need to strive for? How do we learn that? How do we do that? Well, one of the first shifts we have to make is out of our, what I call, our earth view mind. <laughs> In our earth view mind, it's conditioned and biased by this noisy world that frequently says, you are not enough. You should have done this. You could have done this. And we live in that hamster wheel of these narratives that tell us we're not enough. And it's vital that we shift our awareness from our busy brain to the core of our being, uh, one hand on your heart, one hand on your belly. And it is in tuning into your heart's intelligence and the core of your being where that busy mind softens and you have access to all of the wisdom, the intelligence, the answers, the ways of being in the world, the kindness, the compassion, the love, it's all right there. But it doesn't come from our noisy stories. It's not going to come from media. It's going to come from the intelligence of your heart. And one of the ways we do that is got to create space. You know, most of us run wildly from one thing to the next to the next to the next, and we mm-hmm. react throughout the day, and we respond from our, our old stories. And in stillness, if we just literally connect with our breath and really feel that breath in the body and simply ask the question, how does life want to move through me today? Hmm. It's amazing. The intelligence of life might offer you a whisper right then. It might be as simple as give so-and-so a call. They're struggling. Slow down today. Go outside. Let the sun rays (laughs) illuminate your body. Feel the breeze. Let it carry your worries. Maybe you'll, in that awareness, notice um, a song on the radio and you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. But we have got to create the space to tune inward. And most of us don't do that. We're trying to fix versus allow the wisdom. There's a part of you, Laura, and every single one of your listeners that already has the answer. And we just need to connect with it. I love that. I love that. So beautifully said. And it all makes so much sense, too. And a minute ago, you mentioned the word love. And I was really drawn toward, on page 235 of the book, how can we say yes leading into love? What exactly does that mean, A, and B, how can we do it? Absolutely. So one of the things about saying yes with leading with love is, again, we don't turn to our mind first. We turn to our heart and simply ask in a situation, maybe you have a difficult conversation you need to have or a tough decision. I want you to close your eyes, join your breath, and imagine, literally imagine you have this wisdom chamber in your heart and ask, what would love say? What would love say? What would love do? So we want to 
move through life with the intention of asking love's intelligence. Because love is actually intelligent. It's who we are in our truest divine nature. And if we ask, it will fill every hole in us. And it will provide every answer uh, for your highest possibility here. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. We are speaking with the incredible Janine Thompson, and she, in fact, is a speaker and a transformational coach, among many other things. And she is author of a great new book, 911 From Your Soul. And you want to visit Janine after the program on her website at janinethompson.net. That's janinethompson.net. You'll learn about all the wonderful things, and you can pick up a copy of the book. Now, Janine, the holidays are just around the corner, and the holidays can be very difficult times for so many people, and I think that part of it is something that you spoke about a few minutes ago. We're also highly conditioned during the holidays. First of all, you know, the commercial commerciality of the holidays, how commercial it is. Oh, we've got to get a gift. We've got to do this. We've got to go there. We have to be at a party. And that all came to be uh, certainly in my lifetime. And it becomes, I find, more and more stressful every year rather than less stressful. And how can we alleviate this inbred stress, I I guess that's the best way I can describe it, and these unrealistic expectations that many of us have during the holidays. One of the things we want to do is turn, you know, tune out the external um, expectations and literally create some silence, maybe 30 seconds, two minutes or longer. And I want you and your listeners to ask yourself, what do I want the experience of this holiday to be? What do I want it to be? Is it about family time? Is it about downtime where I get a chance to refresh and rejuvenate? So many people are frazzled and they're overcommitted and they haven't even said, what do I want this holiday to be? Mm. What will honor me? What will honor how I want to be experienced throughout this time of rebirth because that's what it's all about no matter what your belief systems are from the Renaissance period to religion. It's a time of rebirth and actually great reflections. And so take some time. Identify what you want it to be. And then literally I have people block out their calendar so they take command reclaim your schedule, reclaim your energy, and when the invitations come up, always put a pause in and say, thank you, I'll get back to you, and hang up the phone, and then actually tune in and really see, is this something that that fits into how I want to be? Is it going to be more stressful, or am I going to experience more joy by a deliberate no because I said yes to the truth of what I wanted to experience. And for those listeners who are struggling with loss and this is a difficult time, I also want to make sure that either old memories of the past, perhaps disappointments or new losses, don't hijack their every thought. 
So it becomes really important to create some rituals, whatever kind of fills your soul, whether it's a movie, whether it's a, a walk in nature. You know, when we take our troubles out on the land, they become smaller. Uh, the infinite sky as we look up helps us expand knowing that this is this certainly is a painful time but it is not the definition of who I am or my entire life and answers will start to love-based answers will light light up for you and light the path forward fantastic I, I that's so inspirational and I I hope it's inspiring everybody that's listening here today. And there's something you said a minute ago that struck a note in me. Saying no, you know, saying no, oh, no, I'm sorry, I I can't make it, or whatever you decide, and you're not getting together with someone, you're not seeing someone, you're not doing something that in the past you felt obligated to do. Mm-hmm. But we also experience that feeling of guilt because we're all brought up in the ways that you have been discussing throughout this conversation. So how do you say no? Because you know that's going to be best for yourself, particularly in these times, I would like to add. But feel joy about it, but not feel guilt about it. Because one of the things we weren't trained and we must adopt and integrate this new belief is that when you choose a healthy choice for yourself by setting a healthy boundary, when we do something healthy and love-based for ourselves, this is an energetically connected world. When we make a positive choice, it automatically ripples through and we'll have a positive choice for someone else. Now, it's also true that person might not be used to you saying no, and they might push back a little bit or might be a little cranky or messy with you. But I'm going to ask you to test and try and to trust it out because one of the things I know after 30 years of practice is that when you reclaim your yeses, when you live aligned with your own truth and you have more harmony and joy, when you actually choose to say yes to somebody, you're actually going to be present and you're going to experience the beauty of the moment. When we say yes under guilt, our whole energy introduces us before we even show up. We try and act happy, but inside we wish we were somewhere else. And so your yes starts to emanate um, a truth that many others need. So maybe you could tell yourself, I'm not only teaching myself, I'm going to be a lighthouse. I'm going to be a teacher for others and model health and harmony and love and joy for others. And that will help change the guilt story because when we align with love, we can't feel guilty simultaneously. Brilliantly said. Brilliantly said. Well, Janine, you are just incredible. I do hope we get a chance to talk on this program again because what you have to say is really speaking to me and I know it's going to speak to so many that are listening today and before you leave us can you just leave us with your number one tip or thought on how we can go into this next new year 
with really having a goal of lowering that stress in our lives and being fully present in our daily lives. I kind of start with the big picture. (laughs) So I start with December 31st, 2023. What is it I most want to experience in 2023? What is it I most want to offer in service in 2023? No matter what we're doing, if our service is in the home with our family or we're in a business. And then I back into the year and I'd say, well, what is it specifically I'm going to invest my energy in? And I really strip it away. I'm a go-getter too, and I used to just overburden myself with goals and um, all of these to-do lists. And I strip it away and go, okay, for January, what are the one or two things that I am going to serve in excellence with that honors myself and others? And there's a much longer practice that I go into, but, you know, I think oftentimes we go according to our boss's dictations or family expectations or whatever it might be, but there's a wise, wise inner genius in you. Ask it. Ask it. What is, what is 2023 all about for me? And what are my key focus areas as a result of that. Fantastic. Well, I cannot thank you enough for joining us here today, and I am wishing you and your loved ones a very happy, healthy, and stress-free holiday season, and wishing you lots of blessings. Thank you so much, and bless you for being a lighthouse in the world. It really matters. So it's been a great honor to be with you. Thank you so much. That was the one and only, the amazing Janine Thompson. Thank you so much, Janine. So honored to have you on the program today. You want to visit Janine at janinethompson.net. That's janinethompson.net. The name of her book is 911 From Your Soul. Well, in jazzy news this week, Season 10 continues to roll out all across the nation. You want to visit jazzyvegetarian.com, and you can find our television schedule there, along with information all about the season and recipes from the season. As a matter of fact, you're going to find over 400 fantastic vegan recipes right there at jazzyvegetarian.com. And we've got the cookbooks. I will sign a cookbook for you. Yep, got a great selection of all of my cookbooks. You can order it directly from the website. So I do hope you will visit there after the program today. Well, it is time for a little holiday music. The great late Joe Beck with the incredible Allie Ryerson on the flute. And it is, well, it's a classic. A little bit of Jingle Bells.
on the flute. Uh, Sure do miss you, Joe, and that's just a great track. Uh, I love that track. Well, I love that you're here with me every week, and I'm so pleased that you took your time out from your busy day. I know there's so many podcasts you can listen to, and I'm so happy you chose this one. So you want to listen to us every single Wednesday, and Listen to all the other podcasts on Mind, Body, Spirit, FM, too. A lot of great content there. So until next time, be happy, be healthy, and be well. From me, Laura Theodore, a.k.a. The Jazzy Vegetarian. Are you looking for help on your path to healing? I'm Lisa Campion. I'm a psychic, Reiki master, teacher, and energy healer. On my podcast, The Miracle of Healing, I'm going to help you on your healing path. Listen to conversations with leading teachers in energy medicine, quantum healing, and people who have recovered from loss and illness. Whether it's to take care of your own healing or to help other people, this is the podcast for you right here on mindbodyspirit.fm.